With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, pull up a chair. It's Hacks on Tap with David Axelrod, Robert Gibbs, and Mike Murphy. Vice President Biden, same question to you. What will you say during your inaugural address to Americans who did not vote for you? I will say I'm an American president. I represent all of you, whether you voted for me or against me. And I'm going to make sure that you're represented. I'm going to give you hope. We're going to move. We're going to choose science over fiction. We're going to choose hope over fear. We're going to choose to move forward because we have enormous opportunities, enormous opportunities to make things better. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Closing well, arguments. There you are. The, uh, the second and final debate of 2020 uh, is in the books. Uh, how, what do you guys think? Well, I think Biden says he'll unite the country and Trump says we'll make the numbers. So if we were running for president of a, uh, a department store, I'd give it to Trump, but I think we're running for president of the United States. So we all know that uniting theme after four years of chaos and exhaustion is a powerful one for Biden. So I, I think Biden had a good night. I think Trump, they mixed up the pharmaceuticals a little, slowed them down, dare say low-energy Trump compared to last (laughs) time. And he improved, and he had a few scores. But fundamentally, I thought Biden moved his case forward. Uh, Biden did about as well as Biden can do. It was his best debate. And I'd sure rather be Biden today than Trump after this debate in the campaign. You can really look at that last answer and really underscore, Donald Trump never misses a moment to miss a moment. At a moment in which you want and you hope that your candidate is going to go big, panoramic, bring us all in, that sort of West Wing music that makes us all feel better about what we're all, as Murphy said, exhausted about. And yet it's this tactical answer about, you know, I, you know, he's raising your taxes, I'm cutting your taxes. And it just, yeah, I don't think it's tactical. I mean, I think if he, if you, if the uh, West wing music were playing behind Biden, it, the, you'd have the theme from Friday, the 13th uh, behind Trump, because he's trying to scare people into, uh, you know, he, he's creating a caricature of Biden uh, and he is trying to scare folks uh, about him Uh, did the same, you know, on the whole healthcare discussion, um, got pressed again on how he was going to replace the Affordable Care Act, a big, beautiful healthcare 
plan. <laughs> this is Hacks on Tap tonight, where the libations are running. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, there were some nachos earlier. Um, <laughs> yes, as, as, our, as, Jeff, as, our, as our engineer Jeff says, uh, snacks on tap tonight. Sna yeah. Snacks and, and It's late. On Come tap. on, man. Come, yeah, I know. Come we're working the, the midnight oil here. But your point is right. Classic hope and fear. You know, really, yeah, really loud and, and clear. And, and a moment in which you want to go big and you want to, this is your last moment. This is your closing argument to the largest audience you'll speak to for the rest of this campaign. We've now have, as we record this, 11 days before election day, 50 million people have already cast their vote. This is the moment to meet the moment. And <laughs> you're right. You're it right. just didn't happen. Not and, what he and, does. and it just didn't it, like it does so many times. It just didn't. It just everything just wasn't firing at the right time. Murphy, did the uh, did was that uh, we talked about music before? Isn't that sort of tax increase regulations? Uh, you know, socialized health care. Isn't that sort of off the Republican sheet music? You used to you used to play those tunes. It's called the Greatest Hits Act. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, middle C. Here we go. Uh, one and a two and those commie Democrats. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're going to ruin your life. Acts are going to raise your taxes. AOC is going to be making your right. power out law. You got to. She got to mention a solar powered rickshaw a year from today. <laughs> they got a plan. Uh, wild liberal crime lovers. But some of that stuff has traction. The problem is the traction it has is mostly with the votes Trump already has. Trump's the guy who's got to go on the safari to find some new votes. Uh, people who hate him, they're easy to find. He's got to do some conversion. And as Gibbs said, that means grabbing the moment. And, you know, he just couldn't do it. Now, I will give Trump some credit. Um, they managed to keep him uh, near the end. He was reverting to the, you know, pissed off. I'm losing crazy Trump of the first debate, but he managed to tone it down a little bit. So I, I think in the, in the CW silliness of the media, there'd be a little bit of, Hey, he, he didn't bite anybody. What an improvement. Good night for Trump. <laughs> but the fact is strategically the tone changed a little, but nothing else did. It was still right. the word salad of lies, the bullshit. And then all this inside stuff about Hunter this, Hunter that. Most Americans think Hunter's a ceiling fan, you know, and Burisma's <laughs> like a gum disease your uncle had. I mean, none of this stuff. It's all Fox News bubble code word crap. You got to, like, watch four days of Fox News to catch up to what the hell he yeah. was talking about. Yeah, so and with, with 11 days left in the campaign, yeah. you know, there's not, uh, there's the conspiracy theories take a while to germinate. You know, I, I think one of the things that, that Joe Biden deserves a lot of credit for in, in a race in which he probably won't get a lot of credit for, but that is. Well, you're about to give him credit. Well, I am because I the, the moment. Listen, if he gets credit on hacks on tap. Right. That's credit. That's well, credit, man. All right. Well, that's Come good. On. That's good. Yeah. He'll, he'll, so he can he can cash this big in. moment, Joe Biden. He can cash yeah. this in. No, I think. The, you may get first, a free set of Trump steak knives out of it. Keep going. <laughs> I can't even get a word in Edgewater. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, no. Yeah, just say well, I'm speaking. I know. And we're both I know. Shut up. Just, no, no. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Do you remember what your point was? Yeah, barely. His last answer in the last debate, the closing argument, was the first argument he brought into announcing his candidacy. And I think we have to give him credit for the fact that the the thread that brings this thing through, which isn't easy to do. I mean, in modern political times, people change slogans like they change outfits. And, and Joe Biden understood this was about being America. It was about being bigger. 
It was about being together. And it's what he started this race with. Yeah, exactly. Bringing people together, the soul of America. And that's how he's ending this race. And, and quite frankly, those are the successful races. Not the races in which you figure out every two weeks what your slogan is. 100% he opened with the ad about Charlottesville. And he's closing on the same He's closing on the same theme. Let's listen to this bite. You know, they had, you know, Trump tried mightily to dump the whole Hunter, you know, garbage truck uh, out there tonight. I mean, he tried and he tried. I don't think terribly successfully. Uh, but Biden uh, at, at one point turned to the camera and, uh, and he had this to say. Yeah, best line. This isn't about, there's a reason why he's, bringing up all this malarkey. There's a reason for it. He doesn't want to talk about the, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. And your family's hurting badly. If you're making less than, if you're a middle-class family, you're getting hurt badly right now. Yeah. You know, and, and Trump ridiculed him for that. That's where Trump turned on him and said, oh, this is what career politicians do. They, they turn to the camera and talk to you. I think America was saying, yeah. Thanks for talking to me. Because yeah, I, don't know, some, I, I don't know yeah. what the last five minutes was about, but now you're talking to me. Yeah, I don't know who's hunting who or where the ceiling fan doesn't work, but you're right, <laughs> we're hurting. And so, exactly. And I thought the other thing was the Biden guys have been smart enough to, when in doubt, always put the big spotlight on Biden being Biden. Empathy, you know, cares about regular people. They, they've let Joe be Joe. And... That is such a perfect contrast to Trump. And every time there was an, you know, like kids in cages, you can tell Biden, to his credit, is incredibly, you know, bothered by that, wants to do something about it. Trump wanted to debate the purchase order of which administration actually ordered. The, and he probably was going to say they paid too much. I can get a cage a lot cheaper. Well, and he also said this. They are so well taken care of. They're in facilities that were so clean. But some of them haven't been reunited good, with But just families. ask one question. Yeah, Disney so World. We were talking about beautiful. 538, I forget what the number 545. is. 545. 545 kids whose parents cannot be located. They were taken from their parents. And, 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 uh, he, uh, and his answer is that they're being very well taken care of. Being separated from your parents for perhaps for life is not being very well taken care of. And the uh, the insensitivity of that. Well, that's Trump. He's had his empathy gene removed with a very dull knife and a lot of cutting. It just That's the contrast that always works for Biden, and there was a ton of it tonight. Look, I, I think the moments clearly that, that Biden rose above the debate, uh, and, and not just the rhetoric. I mean, the, these guys get into this back and forth, and as you, you guys have both said, I mean, people kind of, they, they glaze over, right? They don't understand what's going on. They're arguing. They're listening. It is those moments where Biden sort of turns away to the camera and speaks directly to the American people, whether it's this, whether it's about being the president for the entire country, really powerful moments in which he kind of pulls your attention away from the bullshit that is a presidential debate and lifts this thing higher. Really, really well done by Biden tonight and, and just put a caps on sort of where he wants to take this race and the guide that he wants to give to this last 11 days. Now, Trump did manage to creak into offense, sometimes on crazy town stuff, 
But he had one shtick I think we all thought was pretty good for him. Let's go to this bite of, of Trump doing the basically the clock. You've been there forever on Biden. But why didn't he do it four years ago? Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you I do it? You were vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do and you're going to do this. But you were there just a short time ago and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama, because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. I would have never run. I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. That was a steady rejoinder. It was, you were there for eight years. Why didn't you do it? Uh, you know, Biden kept uh, trying to say, I wasn't the president. I'm going to be the president now. But there also was the, you were there. You've been around for 47 years. And the fundamental argument of Trump's is that I'm not a politician. You're a politician. You don't get things done. Uh, you know, that's what politicians do. Yeah, that you're talk, talk, talk. Right. Now, this is in the same debate where he uh, gave the same answer he's given for five years on how he was going to replace the Affordable Care Act and that he's got a big plan coming and just stand by. So, you know, it was a little incongruous. I mean, here's the, do- here's the deal on Trump. Donald Trump uh, is an insurgent. He has no interest in governing. He has no interest in taking responsibility for governing unless he's, he, you know, he's, it's for giving people something. Uh, and uh, so he, he is behaving now in the final days of this campaign as if he is an insurgent again, except he's a challenger. He, he's running like a challenger. You know, you listen to tonight, he, he's, he's attacking Biden like he's an incumbent. Yeah. And, and the problem is he's doing it at a time when the country is in crisis. Uh, and the crisis is getting worse. You know, there was the exchange uh, between uh, between them in which Trump said things are getting better, and Biden had a starkly different view of uh, of where we were on this uh, on this crisis. The fact of the matter is, there is institutional racism in America, and we have always said. We've never lived up to it, that we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women are created equal. Well, guess what? We have never, ever lived up to it, but we've always constantly been moving the needle further and further to inclusion, not exclusion. This is the first president to come along and says, that's the end of that. We're not going to do that anymore. I, I think Biden's account of where things are squares up more with the experience that people are having in the country. They're watching the news. They, they see the local news about the you know what's going on in their communities. They know this virus is 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 resurgent, and Trump seems, as he has throughout this crisis, he seems completely detached. It's likely that as people listen to this episode, we will report the largest number of cases of COVID nineteen that we've had the entire cases, time. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's going up, and, and we're going up. And, and it's appropriate to ask people, do you feel people always ask in these races, are you better off than you were four years ago? Are we better prepared than we were eight months ago? The answer to that is an absolute no. We're, we're dealing with a greater number of cases, a higher infection rate, no contact tracing. 
we've gotten a little bit better on treating people in hospitalizations. Maybe have fewer deaths, but we're still seeing a thousand of those a day. We're going to clock worse. in two hundred thousand more by the time the end of the year comes. And his idea is again, it is what it is. Open up. We've got to do more. You know, the 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 idea that this can't be worse than the 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 cure can't be worse than the pain. It, 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 he feels yeah, totally. like he's and, in that denialism all over again. And well, I don't, we. We, we talked about an aspect of this months ago and people laughed, but now uh, I think, I think we've been proven right. As this thing moved out of the dense metropolitan areas, the Chicago's and yep. the New York's it's in the red States. Now it's in his world, which means people are living the biology of it, not just the economic slowdown pain that he used to kind of surf off of back in May and June. And you know, it's going to bite him. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what well, he looked and you know, we talked about this a few minutes ago, but he just looked terrible uh, kind of trying to push it off on the blue states. And he also talked about the stimulus that the House Democrats want relief for state and local governments. And this is all a big blue state. Uh, and I, I'm telling you, man, this partisanship thing, this kind of, this is another form of division that people are tired of. I want to talk before we, before we get off of healthcare completely. I want to, I, yeah, I want should. to talk about, um, one thing that Biden did that I thought was strategically really important because Trump was going after him uh, on health care. And he did the 180 million people are going to lose their health care. You know, he wants the big government health care. He did the whole uh, nine yards. And he said and uh, and Biden said, that's not my plan. And he says, no, that's you know, you're with Bernie. You're with you're going to do what Bernie right. wants. You're going to do what. And uh, and Biden said said this, and he said it with real emphasis. It, let's hear. It let's let Vice President Biden work. respond. It doesn't Vice work. President he's Biden a very responds. confused guy. He thinks he's running against somebody else. He's running against Joe Biden. I beat all those other people because I disagreed with them. Joe Biden. He's running against. Yeah, you see, I thought that was a big moment for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was. It, it was. It was. And Biden was punchy and sharp. He was, but yeah, I mean, you know, the worked. you know the fact of the matter is. He is running much stronger than Hillary Clinton did among uh, among white non-college uh, voters, among suburban voters. And partly it's because they see him as a more moderate figure. And this was a way to not only uh, reassure people on health care, but also certify the fact that he is a moderate figure. And by saying, I beat all those people. He, uh, he was making a, a point that actually enlarges his base uh, while Trump was, uh, you know, pandering to his narrow base. I hope we'll I, I hope we'll come to a little discussion toward the end of this of the entrance of Barack Obama into this race in Philadelphia. But I thought one of the most important lines that he had as it relates to health care. And I think Joe kind of picked this up is the protection of Obamacare, but this idea that we've had repeal and replace as the 10-year mantra of the Republican Party. And we've been waiting for 10 years for replace. There's really smart people in the Republican Party on health care. They, they, they could get together at any establishment in the District of Columbia and spend a few hours and figure out what the health care plan is. I think what, what Biden did there in in swatting away he's he swats away this idea that i'm a socialist you can't understand me 
And I think that's really big for the electorate that's remaining out there that's wondering who Joe Biden is. Yeah, yeah nobody, the problem with having a plan is nobody wants the pain of having a plan because there ain't no such thing as a pain-free healthcare plan. And generally, whoever's selling the- Especially whatever, if you want, Mike, to- Assure people with pre-existing conditions that you're they're, well, yeah, they're going to get mean, affordable it, coverage. It, it, I mean, I believe me. I went. We. I was there when all these discussions. It is. Right. It is complicated to maintain a private uh, a, a private sector healthcare system insurance system and ensure that people with pre-existing conditions get. Well, yeah, no, no, it's not only hard policy. Forget that, we're hacks. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It, it, yeah, Gibbs is rubbing off on me. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> my God. Um, uh, every Sucker. time you go try to change the healthcare system, politically, you're diving into a swimming pool full of razor blades. You guys tried it and got clobbered. Then we, we tried to change it as the debate was redefined by taking away pre-existing conditions in 18 and we got clobbered. So that, that's part of the problem. Trump, Trump doesn't have a plan because he doesn't want the politics of the plan. But Robert, to your- Though he's still uh, the pursuing his lawsuit something to, new. To, to kill the thing. No, 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 no. He, well, I know. And the congressional hours would say, God, can't we just rename it Freedom Reagan plan and declare victory <laughs> and not have to take the pain? But but Trump, you know, is Trump. But, but to your point, Robert, I, I think and this is kind of a Republican nuance to it all. One reason that Trump is bad at gluing the socialist wild eyed troublemaker thing to Biden is that Joe doesn't that glove doesn't fit Joe easily. Um, but that said, Trump is not a conservative. So Trump doesn't really know how to speak the language of that. He's not comfortable on that attack because he doesn't believe any of himself. So, you know, like everything, it's all fraudulent. It's just another sales pitch. And he kind of does it like with the judge. When Amy Coney Barrett came up and it's turned into an ACA thing, that's good for Biden. But he didn't send the dog whistles to the conservatives who care a lot about the Supreme Court because Trump didn't. Trump's not a pro-lifer. You know, it's like the old Ted Kennedy joke. What are you going to do about the abortion bill? Pay it. You know, Trump, Trump's got nothing to do with the pro-life movement. It's all cynicism to me. And so he's not a guy who is comfortable in that language, so he can't really do any kind of elegant job of that attack. It just falls flat as hell because it's such a hard sell to so begin with. So speaking of dog whistles, race uh, came up in this yeah. debate. I thought actually that Trump uh, started off uh, with... Uh, you know, a pretty good recitation of things that he had done. Uh, but, you know, he always goes too far, including, you know, statements like, uh, you know, I've done more for, for uh, African-Americans than anybody, poss anybody possibly other than Abraham Lincoln. So he's allowing that the great emancipator uh, might have <laughs> done more. Uh, than him, he's Might skipping have. over, uh, skipping <laughs> right. over. It's Lyndon a possibility. Johnson. To be clear, yeah. future historians will argue about it. I mean, I'm not saying it's true, but it's it's possible. It's possible. Uh, and, then, and and then, of course, saying what he said before, I'm the least racist person in the room, which probably shocked a lot of people, including Kristen Welker, the uh, the the the. Should the we play a little of that bite? Because I love Biden's rejoinder there, because it was well. Let's play fun. Biden's rejoinder. We just yeah. set up Trump. Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire. 
Every single one. Started off his campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. He has moved around and made everything worse across the board. He says to the, about the poor boys, last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy has a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. President Trump, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to respond, and then I have a follow-up. You know, he made a reference to Abraham Lincoln. Where did that come in? I mean, you said where did Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Where did that? No, no. You said I said not since Abraham Lincoln <laughs> has anybody done what I've done for the black community. <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't know Trump was arguing with submarine sandwiches in New Orleans. <laughs> Uh, Joe caught him on that one, those poor But boys. that line, this guy's got a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn, uh, yeah, was line. a lacerating line. And, and Biden scored a lot of those lines tonight. Uh, I was going to say, I give him a lot of credit. I mean, Ax, you remember, um, not to conjure up bad times, but the 2012 debates with our good friend, uh, President Obama, you go through that first debate and there's no topic sentence to virtually any of his answers. And I thought one of the things that Biden does really well is crystallize at the very beginning the point of contrast that he's trying to make and then uses the moments afterwards to build onto that argument rather than you fall into this classic trap in debating of making the argument and ending with the line, right? And that's sort of, that's the trap you can fall into. And I thought Biden did a brilliantly good job. Well, and I think he was well, well, pre- well prepared for it. And one of the things that we've said from the beginning about debating Donald Trump is that uh, these are not new lines. No. Donald Trump has said many times, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I've done more for the uh, black community than anyone with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. Possible. So, so they 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 certainly knew that might come. I'm the least racist person in the room. This, these are things that might have been a surprise. No, no, he said that. He said that <laughs> before he? as well. Um, a, a lot. He, he, he works the same material over and over again. Right. I mean, the new stuff was this. Uh, you know, the stuff that Rudy Giuliani walked into the New York Post about Biden and his son that no yeah, other news organization has really validated. Well, and I think. Look, I, there's no doubt that that was the amount that was the spaghetti he wanted to try to get stuck to the wall, and 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 to to Murphy's point earlier, it was it was exceedingly hard to follow. Yeah, and it's also it's the Nixon burger, it's Billy Beer, you know, the idiot brother, idiot son. It just it, it's it's not central to what people choose. You know, if you're going to attack someone, attack where they're vulnerable. I mean, you know, when he was attacking, and I'm not, you know, Hillary Clinton, I think was. Uh, dogged for years and years and years by the right, but she also had vulnerabilities, um, and and so she she did not have high marks for honesty and integrity by the time the debates rolled around. Uh, Joe Biden has high marks in public polling for uh, honesty and integrity. He has uh, high marks for character, and so here's Donald Trump, who does not have high marks for either of those. You know trying to attack uh, Biden on character. And Biden made character a central argument in this debate. You know who I am. You know who he is. You know his character. You know my character. You know our reputations for honor and telling the truth. I am anxious to have this race. I am anxious to see this take place. I am 
The character of the country is on the ballot. Our character is on the ballot. Look at us closely. Yeah, good. pretty good. That's that's good, Biden. But let me let me say this. I know who you guys are, pair of East German judges here. So let me, let me ask you an inside Democrat question because I'm just a temporary patriot. I'll be back on the dark side one day. Um, Duh. I got weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta take care of that before I can go back. But we we have plans. It'll be like Tin Men, the Home Improvement Commission, with the ceiling fans. We're we're, we're going after them. But my my question to you guys is, you know, the bedwetting Democratic Party. Um, they the, the do we think Biden's performance tonight will calm down the building panic for, in my view, no good reason of the last forty eight hours. Or the fact that Trump did not like drop his pants and like crap and start throwing turds at anybody this time. He appeared nice, to be nice imagery. Better. Well, it's Trump. I have to kind of play to the reality. Uh, will that? Um, will the fact that Trump did lighten his tone a little start more panic? My hunch is that the insta polls will make Democrats feel better than the insta polls have, have mostly shown. You know if. 15 point spread on behalf of Biden. My hunch is, though, that you'll hear some commentary that Trump did better because Trump didn't act like he did in the first debate, which is not necessarily um, anything that cuts into Biden's lead. It's I think just we're, comp- now we're doing it. We said it. We're feeding the, the bedwetting. Yeah, no, I mean, are. I think We're it's the, the guy. Like, no, I think it's the, that start part of the show. No, I think that they'll they'll <laughs> say that by comparison, he didn't do as well. I, I I think. Look, I don't. This is if if you're in a boxing match in your head, and you and you go into this thing and either draw a round the last round or you win it, then you're okay with the judges. And I think if you're a Democrat, you got to feel like you're okay with the judges. And, I don't I think, think a lot Joe of things more changes. than a draw. I do too. I do too. So do the people in the CNN Insta poll, 33. I don't think this. He was yeah, sharp. Yeah, he was sharper. And look, the test for him is, did he hang in there? What Did he look uh, vigorous? Did he look engaged? Did he look, uh, you know, and I think the answer uh, to that is yes. He looked, to me, he looked more confident and comfortable than we've, we've seen. But let me just say to the bedwetters, uh, I get it. I understand 2016 was a nightmare. For a lot of a lot of Democrats and a nightmare for uh, and and pundits as well, but uh, this is not, and we've said it before, it's not 2016. Uh, we uh, and for a whole range of reasons, uh, you know, Biden is more popular. Trump is an embattled incumbent. He's got a very low approval rating, which is a predictor. All of that stuff, and mm-hmm. he needed tonight. To, he needed to decimate Biden. He needed Biden to fail. He needed to create yeah. big new questions about <laughs> Biden. And he needed to, uh, while trying to allay some concerns about himself, uh, I thought he had some moments uh, in, the, in the debate. His, his answer actually on the, uh, you know, Rick Santorum said on CNN, and I actually don't disagree with him. His basic answer on the coronavirus was, there was a lot of bullshit in it, but it was probably the best answer that he's given. Um, you know, I thought that uh, there, there, he had his moments. Uh, Trump did. Trump did. But uh, but Biden was was more than strong uh, uh, on his points. And as Robert said, and I think this is the big test, he was on his message. His message is thoroughly integrated into into, you know, 
his uh, his his performance and yeah, his, it's one campaign and, at every level. And and you see it in the ads. This is impressive. The, it's the really saw, impressive. The message he delivered in the debate tonight was the Sam Elliott ad that they ran in the World Series and 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 all the other communications that they're doing. And he did some backstop work. The one thing that surprises me, you guys and Murphy, I'm going to ask you about this. I, why didn't he hammer him more on on uh, his tax plan? I, I thought uh, that he would you do- know that's what every every Republican hack who's not already planning a you know a getting a, a escape plan to Venezuela or whatever uh, is thinking right now. I mean, why not? Why not get Biden back on the ropes on some cutting stuff that's an issue out there instead of basically playing endless defense and then crazy kind of slappy attacks on on Fox News insider you know stuff that nobody cares about so i think trump just trump does what trump wants i mean that's the real contract biden was singing the sheet music from biden's campaign and every level of it is calibrated to both what we all know from groups i'm seeing it all over florida what people want uh they want the end the chaos get the country working somebody with a plan a grown-up Versus Trump, so every molecule of the Biden thing reflects that. And you've said the unity. You you said the unity thing plays big there. Oh, it, any I'll tell you, you take any undecided or forget undecided. There's so few of them left, but you take any independent voter, a soft suburban Republican, and the biggest bell ringer is going to be unite the country to get us beyond all this crap and rebuild things. Anyway, but meanwhile, the Trump campaign, the campaign's out doing one thing. Trump's doing whatever he feels like. It's the opposite of the Biden thing. So right. what does Trump do tomorrow? Well, just just one to put a bow on the last thing. Democrats, listen, do not mistake Trump's behavioral adjustments for strategic improvement. Yeah, that's true. Okay? It didn't happen. He behaved himself. He didn't go crazy. He didn't turn off every person that was watching the debate, including all of us. That doesn't mean he structurally changed the race. And at the end, he was, you could tell he was pissed and knows he's losing. So he was starting to go back yeah. to wild man Trump. But, he, you know, it, the clock ran out and he, you could see in his face that he thought he lost. The other great visual tell, of course, was Melania walking up to him like he was a 300-pound tarantula and not <laughs> wanting to get within three feet of him. You know, it just is so well, weird. to get COVID once. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow, it's the Trump campaign. Your, your life is now 2% better. What do you do? They will tell him, go out and hammer, hammer the taxes, hammer the socialist socialism, ha- hammer those those themes and try and really draw a contrast on, you know, kind of red, uh, you know, you know, sort of red hot kind of policy differences, even if they're not portraying Biden's programs in the way that they are. But, you know, my guess is that you know, he's going to get together with Rudy and others, and they're going to just try and turn the notch up on this crap there, you know, this the crap they're uh, brewing up, you know, in, in the basement somewhere and uh, disseminating along right wing. Uh, you know, on, yeah. tonight Santorum said on the air, well, you don't know that this thing is really, really rippling through the conservative community. <laughs> this is a real scandal. 
Um, and it's I right think up that, there with Bill Clinton's love child, who we're still looking for. <laughs> Remember how that was going to blow? Yeah, 92 I mean, just to be clear, open. if you're uh, if you're Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, you probably spend tomorrow downloading Borat. Look, I, I my guess is that he steps back into the crazy abyss of no strategic uh, frame against Biden. There were moments tonight where he got close to. You had 47 years. You had eight years as a vice president. How come you didn't do that? How come you didn't do that? And and that plus the tax stuff would provide a decent frame. I don't know if it's compelling enough to win the presidential race, but it would provide at least a decent frame. And my guess is you're going to go back tomorrow to 90 to 120 minute rallies where it's whatever pops between the left and the right ear. Yeah, and it's comes open out the mic mouth. night meets therapy. Exactly. But you're right that the elements are there, this sort of populist, anti-establishment thing. You know, Biden's the establishment and he wants to- Well, that's the frame of the race that he was disciplined and won in 2016, right? That was the race. He was running against the career politician. He was going to change the way things were, and he's just not- We'll be back to some of that, but he's just off on these tangents. But here's the question. All right, you had the debate. Your Biden went better than even- Polls are going to be good. Hopefully, the bedwetting will be a little less. How do you how do you quit losing the optics war every day without being a super spreader? Because Trump's out doing the rallies, and if you if you just like woke up and you've been you know dead on the Chicago rolls for eighty years, and you turned on the TV, it would look like Trump's five points ahead just on optics. Right. You know what what do the Biden guys do now? Because they don't have the debate prep dodge anymore. They got to do something. But they really don't want to go infect people. No, and I, I mean, I don't think they can. I don't think they can go to big rallies. Uh, I mean, I think that that they've they've made the, they've made their bet on that, and I don't think they can uh, change that. I, I just think they keep doing what they're doing. It seems to be working. I think you get him around, and he appears in all these states. You have your surrogates around. You know, obviously Obama is. Uh, I think he's going to Florida uh, next. Uh, Good news for you, Murphy. He's going to be doing... uh, Depends what county, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I think they're aware of that as well. Yeah, no, I think think they are. And and, and then, you you know, you have this huge advantage in media, uh, and you run your program, you know. You run your pluses all over the country. You know who your voters are. But to to your point, Murphy, this thing is largely... The the, the biggest moment that was going to happen in the last three weeks of this campaign is done. It happened tonight. Right. And so the hatch it, is now closed. Right. And so, like, it, it, I I would make two stops a day. I would go two places a day. And I would say, Kamala, you and I are going to do the first stop. We're going to do something else the second stop. Or whatever we're going to do. But, like, this thing, the, at this point, look energetic. Um, enjoy being out on the stump and talking to America. Right? Because the big job is coming. And 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 third, I think Ax, you'll remember this from from when 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 we had our 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 good days versus our bad days. Our bad days sometimes were when Obama and, and the campaign felt like we were winning, and so we kind of let our foot off the gas. And the best days were when we said, "You know what? Screw it. We're gonna we're gonna show the American people we really want this." And I think that's what he's got to learn to do. Yeah, but Murphy's point is that. You know, the way you show you want is to go to big raucous rallies and, you yeah. know, and look like you're everywhere. And But I think in 2020, 
if if you're Joe Biden, you haven't done two rallies in a day yet. Do you do two rallies in a day and all of a sudden it looks different? It's it, it isn't going to be hard to do a rally because Trump rallies will always look better because they're packing no, 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 people. But I mean, making them sick. The other thing you well, this is the this is another question. We're told that we're a week away from just a really really bad situation in many parts of the country that. We are just headed up, and we're headed up at right. a prodigious rate. We don't even know. And and by the way, this may play into election day. We don't know what the situation is going to be like twelve days from now, mm-hmm. uh, and that that could help shape this. And Biden will look prescient by uh, by not pushing. Uh, I'm not suggesting not big rallies. I think just doing a couple of events. Look, be timely. Be 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 perfect. Yeah, yeah well, I think be, you, I agree with you. I yeah. totally agree with you. Yeah. Well, speaking of timely, we probably should. Uh, well, just a couple of quick shout outs. Yeah, and we, I got we, one more topic. It's quick, but go Jesus, ahead, Robert. You guys. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to get into government for you hacks. Kristen wait, Welker. Is, wait, is that the uh, sun coming up? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we should. <laughs> Kristen yeah, she Welker. She was fantastic. She did well. Fantastic. Got to give her credit. I mean, fantastic. I thought she was. She kept them on 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 point. She gave them time to respond. This actually looked and felt like a real debate. I think she deserves a lot of credit because she got attacked pretty hard. Even after the debate, she got attacked by Sean Hannity, who's a ginormous asshole. But like she she did a really after the debate. Yeah. You know, oh, this was, you know, Donald Trump was against two people tonight. And like, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely. Well, that that tells you that's a tell that Hannity knows they lost. And I'll just make a little footnote with with great respect for the uh, the Hurricane Network. Good old NBC between Savannah and Christian. The women of NBC News were big winners this year. You just got yourself another two year contract, brother. Yeah, I'll be up to minimum wage. <laughs> well, let now. me say this: I'm a CNN uh, person, and I affirm that though they both were were excellent. But uh, yeah, I thought uh, you know the debates are the real high wire, and Big we've time. seen we've seen some very good moderators have real hard times. And uh, Kristen obviously learned from that. She benefited from the fact that Trump had to. Um, show some modicum of decorum tonight. But nonetheless, she kept it moving. She didn't make herself the issue, which right. is what a good moderator does. She was excellent, and she deserves all a the plus. credit. Yeah. All so right. One what last was yours, thing. Martha? One last thing. We don't have a mailbag, so we're, we're, we're get you into your granimals and to sleep. It's late there in Chicago. But you brought this up, and I think we just ought to hang a lantern on it. If, God forbid the pandemic is significantly worse in 10 days. It's going to be extra significantly worse in the indoor cold Great Lakes region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where Trump's counting on a big election day turnout. Exactly. And in some yeah. places, so is Joe Biden. Do we think that could be a headwind? Or I guess we don't know. We just no, have to watch it. I really think it's an issue. I mean, you know, there's, there's all, always, uh, there's always, there are always potential vicissitudes in the Midwest on, uh, in early November. But the, I think, the, you know, Wisconsin is in a virtual state of emergency by already. Uh, I, I think it could be a very bad situation. And so the virus has defined this election. Yeah. And it may define election day. All the way. Yep. Yeah. All the way. All right, okay. Guys. Well, I think we're done. No, Gibbs, right? we're done. We're done. I'm running Gibbs. out of beer here. So I think we have to. <laughs> Have to wrap this thing up. Uh, All right. Well, we will be we'll we'll be back uh, we'll be back next week for the grand finale, the big finish. Cue the yeah. grand finale music. Yeah, you, Murphy, <laughs> you didn't get that yet, did you? You didn't. You didn't. 
We didn't He's spring the, for that, did uh, we? Fox will, Fox will come up with something. Uh, Murphy Excellent. pays those organ grinders by the hour. <laughs> no, no, that, that's the Trump campaign theme. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the Democratic, oh my God, music. Come on. Yeah, we're, that's the bedwetting uh, overture. Exactly. That's uh, Niagara right, Falls. Good night. Good night.